This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Everyone's a critic, jointly presented with Chindanan. Hello, you're listening to Everyone's a Critic. I'm Sharmila Ganesan. And together with me today is theatre director and critic, Fashali Fazli. Thank you for joining me, Fashali. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So together we are going to be reviewing actually our first live theatre performance in in such a long time. We both caught Experiencing Usman Awang at the Kuala Lumpur Performing Arts Centre over the weekend. And... um, we're going to be reviewing it together. It is, of course, a, a sort of um, coming together of different works by the late Usman Awang, performed more or less as a combination of reading poetry or reading excerpts, music, movement, a little bit of performance. So I think if you've been missing theatre and, and, and especially live performance, this is a, a sort of a really sweet way to get back into that scene. Fashali, I wanted to start off by getting your first impressions. What was it like being back? Was this a, a good way to go back? I can I kind of miss the experience of uh, coming to theatre and watch a live performance. And that uh, coming to uh, experiencing Usmanawa at Kelpak is like very interesting experience for me because I can see like familiar faces, uh, Farida, Joe, and people at Kelpak, like, you know, uh, they are very welcoming. Uh, and uh, when I w- sit there and just look at the projection and uh, simple setup on stage, I feel like, oh, this is, this is the performance uh, that I really like. The, 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 uh, the suasana, you know, the mood before the show started. And it's really captured uh, my feeling that, okay, I'm going to sit here and experience Osman Awang. I mean, like, maybe not all, but uh, a glimpse of his best work. Yeah, you're you're right, you know. I think um, it's been a while since KL Pak has done something so small and intimate. And I don't mean that in a, in a bad way. And I think it's also the result of this quite, quite a difficult year we've had. They couldn't rehearse in person. Um, a lot of this was done just over Zoom and virtually. And... I'm guessing here, but I think the fact that each segment only had a few people also has to do with the fact that you cannot gather too many people at one place. Um, So as a performance, it's actually very reflective of this journey and this time that we've been in. Um, And I liked, I think, that it was going back to words. Um, You know, Usman Awang is, of course, one of our great celebrated writers. Um, But also we spent, I think, those those of us who um, perhaps were into the arts or uh, who enjoy this sort of thing, I think spent a lot of time with words and reading and, and isolation for two years. So in a way, to come together and... And to share those words as a group and to watch other people perform it for you was very, um, I think it, it hit me maybe in a way that it wouldn't hit me at another time. It yeah. felt like a nice way to come back and to celebrate something we all love together. Yeah, yeah. And uh, because I I really like Osman Awang words, uh, the choice of word that he used, uh, it's very simple. And it's also portrayed in the performance. Uh, we cannot see too expressionistic uh, kind of performance or too abstract, uh, I would say. Uh, so the performance, I think, still can capture, like you said, the simple 
the word that uh, Osmanawang used and uh, the feeling that we should feel when we understand the word and also experience the uh, the performance uh, by the actor. I actually thought it was going to be performances in the sense that I thought they were going to interpret the poetry or his stories into plays or mini plays, you know. So I didn't expect that it was going to be, in in many cases, quite a direct reading of his poetry. Um, so it ended up being uh, something quite surprising for me. I also really liked how they then... Um, I think even though it was poetry readings, they interpreted it in so many ways. So uh, with different languages, with different um, different kinds of art forms, whether it's, as you said, projections or music or dance, um, some works better than others. And I actually think I would have liked to see more of this because there were some works which worked really well as just reciting poetry. Uh, but others, I maybe would have liked to see them push the envelope a little bit more, maybe add a few more elements to make it uh, more dynamic, more interesting I think maybe I, I, I'm just a bit greedy as well because going back to theatre I want to see more things <laughs> yeah yeah me too I I, I kind of like the way uh, because the opening uh, performance was performed in Mandarin uh, in Chinese uh, which I think it's I feel like beautiful you know the even I don't understand uh the, the words in Mandarin, but uh, with the help of a visual projection, it's uh, project the original poem in Bahasa. So I can follow uh, the story or the feeling uh, of the performance. And Ian, with his beautiful music, uh, I know the percussion, like gong something, it's kind of like echoing the... the, the atmosphere of this of the of the poem and it's really uh, hits me when uh, the mu- the music that Ian play and the other actors play very minimal but it's resonate uh, throughout the theater and really capture and understand the first opening poem for, for uh, the performance that that they perform there yeah, so they did uh, two poems, right? So they did Merpati yeah. Puteh Jelajahi La Dunia Ini and they did Mata Ayah. Um, it is actually one of my favourites as well. And I think it was such a great way to start the show. Um, you know, they are all in white. There's this sort of very, very beautiful, very moving music. And I, and I think it set the tone for the rest of the show because of this idea of translation and interpretation. Because it's all about um, your listening to them perform a translation of the poetry in Mandarin. Uh, You're also hearing music that's inspired by that work. Um, But at the same time, you're seeing the original words on screen. I I thought it was very simple, but very clever. Um, Mm -hmm. I enjoyed that a lot. Um, In in contrast though, the one maybe speaking about language, um, I struggled a little bit more with uh, Salam Benua. um, Mm -hmm. And that was a Hokkien performance with uh, Mark Bodesilva and Emilia Tan. Um, that one was more theatrical and it involved more um, very intense interpretation of the piece. That one, the challenge for me was that the connection between the Hokkien, which I didn't understand, and the original story and the performance, maybe if you understood the words, it's clearer. Um, but when you don't understand Hokkien, the emotions are clear, but the connection and the meaning was not clear for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, me too. I I think that... 
the theatrical performance for for those who comes uh and seek for theatrical performance i think that is uh can uh, offer that uh but of course it needs for us to understand more the context of the of the poem and why the, the choice of a newspaper uh as a costume and and props uh, that they use and a simple uh big table that uh mark use as a as a as a cartel and to show like different level and social status and it's i think it's very uh interesting to to see that piece is try to uh challenge them to interpret that poem in very theatrical way but i think uh i'm struggling a bit uh to understand the emotion the sound uh behind the words spoken in hokkien at first i thought oh what kind of language is this i of course i don't understand hokkien and i am not very familiar with uh, hokkien uh dialect so i'm guessing what language that they use uh but i think uh through the uh facial expression and the body movement uh, which is very expressionistic uh it's show that they are not really uh no i i mean they they try to 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 capture what osman awang try to say in salam berdua which is usman disagree about the world with passport and and visa and stuff so fashali and i are reviewing experiencing usman awang uh, which was a a collection of performances that happened over the weekend at the kuala lumpur performing arts center let us know um are you ready to go back to the theater have you missed it you can whatsapp us 0187898899 tweet us at bfm radio You're listening to Everyone's a Critic, jointly presented with Chandana. Bodacious, fabulous minds. BFM 89.9, the business station. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic, jointly presented with Chandana. Welcome back. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic with Sharmila. And with me today is Fashali Fadzli, who is, of course, a theatre director and art critic as well. And together we are reviewing Experiencing Usman Awang. Now, that happened over the weekend at the Kuala Lumpur Performing Arts Centre. It's a collection of performances that bring to life Usman Awang's poetry um, and his words. So we've been talking a little bit about um, the various pieces and, and you know, what we liked and, and maybe what could have worked a little bit better. Um, I wanted to ask you, Fashali, did you have a favourite? Ah, my favourite. Uh, I like uh, uh, Usman Awang's Kekasih mm. poem very much. So I expected that the that performance could be performed better uh, to capture the romantic side of Osman Awang, but I feel like kurang sikit lah. But for the performance, I like uh, Joe's recitation of Scattered Bones, uh, an excerpt uh, from from Osman, the one and only novel. Uh, probably because joe introduced us before the he 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 recited the the excerpt he explained how he met joe, he met usman and the relationship and then jump into the story which is i think 
it's very beautiful uh, reading and really capture uh, the ending of the novel. And it makes me like want to read the whole novel and understand the journey of this character that Joe's uh, recite. And uh, probably because Joe's voice is really capturing my heart. So yeah, jo, I think Joe's uh, performance and also Usmanawang Kekasih is my favorite poem. But in terms of the performance, uh, of course, uh, Joe, Joe's uh, performance, yeah. I agree with you about Kekasih. Um, I think maybe what I would have liked is because what they did with Kekasih is they almost split the idea of Kekasih into two different experiences and we and they both, four actors performed like half each of the poem. I would maybe would have liked to see just one, maybe either one of those, but as a, as a complete performance because each felt good, but you're right. It felt like you want a little bit more of each one. I think my favorite, but my favorite is a is a sort of odd choice, maybe, um, was actually their the their their introduction to Kemakambonda, um, because it was so reflective of this year. Basically, they spoke to a group of young people about their mothers and it was all video clips of them asking them questions. What are your memories of your mother? Um, what would you say to her if you could see her now? And I, something about those clips, watching it on screen felt so real and so reflective of I think a year of separations, um, you know, times when people couldn't see their family um, and using that as an introduction to this very powerful poem about uh, a person visiting their mother's um, uh, grave, I think was very, very strong. And, and I enjoyed that play of um, connecting the poem to something more, um, I think, modern and, and, and very contemporary. Um, Almost to the point where I think, because they did do a dance performance to go with the poem. To me, the video was actually stronger than the dance. Um, the dance was nice and it kind of added maybe a magical quality to it. But yeah. the video felt real. Um, and I think I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Uh, I also have maybe not trouble. I, I, I like question in my mind, how do you interpret uh, a poem into a dance and how do you choreograph it? And for, uh, by looking at it, I think Azafi, the, the, the performer, uh, interpreted like very literally, words by words, uh, and you know, to show it uh, visually that we understand uh, the poem uh, by suggesting some gesture and movement but i think yeah i agree the the video it's it's really hit me to the core mm. <laughs> yeah i had the same challenge i think with uh, cuz the the other other segment that had dance movements was um sahabatku which mm. again had a very powerful reading of joe hasham reading the sahabatku poem which is about usman awang's relationship with his friend uh, dr mk rajkumar uh, but also about the divisions between races in malaysia so very very strong uh, poem that resonates very strongly even today um the dance to me felt, I think, maybe, again, maybe because the movements were just very literal um, and literally interprets the words. I, I think that there could have been more power, more strength in the movements to, to kind of look at the complications in the words rather than just uh, a straight, very straightforward interpretation of those words. 
overall, how do you feel about, um, because I was thinking about this and we started this off by saying, uh, you know, intimate and small, those kinds of things. Um, how do you feel about this, this sort of return to theatre? Do you think that these sorts of performances and works are what we're going to be seeing more of as, as, as the industry, this, you know, sort of tries to find its footing? Yeah, I think uh, coming to, to the theatre last Friday, I think we people are start believing that this is the experience that we we, we miss and we, we still want to go to the theatre to experience this kind of uh, intimate, uh, close uh, experience uh, with the performance. The experience that I watch, uh, when I watch it, it's I, I got like, this is the feeling watching people and clapping hand and see things in front of uh, our own eye. That is, I think, the 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 experience that I miss very yeah, much. Yeah, I you know, I, I think two performances really reflected that for me. Um, both very fairly simple readings. Um, uh, Shina Baharuddin and uh, Omar Ali. So Shina Baharuddin also uh, performed uh, Merpati Puteh and Omar Ali did Beli Buatan Malaysia. And I think both of them are great examples of what you're talking about because yeah. you can see them, you can see them reacting to the audience. You can see them pause for a line you can see the audience sort of like clapping when they say one line a certain way and it really got me thinking about how you don't get that in the online performances or the virtual streaming I mean I appreciated the effort that went into those things but these are the things that only a live performance can can capture yeah yeah agree I, I want to ask you a question uh, of course Usman wrote uh, many poems uh, and plays and novel. Uh, only one novel, sorry. Uh, the selection of poem that they put together in this performance, what do you think? Ah, that's a good question. Um, you know, I wish that they had included some of his, because um, everything here was maybe quite an intense selection, um, mm -hmm. except Bali Buata Malaysia, which was funny. Uh, you know, there's a lot of humor in that piece. Um, I would have liked to see maybe one or two more of the more sarcastic or um, pointed kind of works as well. Um, this one, I think they, they decided to go maybe a little bit more emotional and a little bit more heartstrings. Um, maybe it's the right tone for this show, but I would have liked to see a little bit more, you know, the witty, um, playful side as well. Ah, I see. I, I, but for me, I kind of like it because it shows uh, Usman various characteristic and his uh, uh, his philosophy in in living in Malaysia as a as a man, as a as a Malaysian, as a Malay, uh, as as a son, as a family man, as a friend. So uh, it's really capture Usmanawang. I think it's really capture Usmanawang character, and as a as a romantic person, as mm. a probably a socialist uh, or uh, or just like a friend uh, to a, like M Jakuma, you know. So I think uh, for those who are not really familiar with Usmanawang, I think this performance is really good introduction to show. Hey, we have a national laureate that that really can understand what we are and was. Yeah, I, I really like it, the selection. 
That I agree. I think this, if you didn't know his works, this would be such a great introduction to his works. And it also made me want to see more people take uh, his poetry, especially, and and work on things that are inspired by it. Because we've seen, you know, like Uda Dandara, mm -hmm. uh, those are sort of more traditional performances or plays. Uh, but this kind of more interpretive things, I think there's a lot of exciting stuff that can happen if, if people choose to do it. Um, thank you, Fashali, for reviewing this me? Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. We've been reviewing Experiencing Usman Awang by the Kuala Lumpur Performing Arts Centre. That happened over the weekend, but if you're interested in their upcoming shows, you can, of course, check out klpack.org, also their social media channels. And of course, let us know, do you miss the theatre? Have you been back yet? You can WhatsApp 018-789-8899 or tweet us at BFM Radio. Everyone's a Critic, jointly presented with Chendana. For updates on Malaysian arts and culture, visit www.baskl.com.my. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.